listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Thursday afternoon, and I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to see you. How are you doing? You too, Noreen. I'm very well, thanks. Getting a bit chilly now, I must admit. I know. And you know, you're from so, the UK, but you can can you feel it's actually quite cold in Hong Kong? Yeah, I think, you know, you get used to Hong Kong weather. I'm actually, I sort of spent 21 years in Scotland, and believe me, in Scotland, you don't have a very nice weather, full stop, all the year round. <laughs> so I should be used to it. But I think you because you get used to the weather here, and then suddenly when it does change... And obviously, you don't have the heating and things like that, then suddenly it does kind of affect you. Absolutely. And uh, this afternoon, we are on Facebook Live as well. You'll be able to see and hear Sadia there. Uh, Do go over to the page, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, You've got an interesting topic for for us this afternoon. What are you talking about today? I'm talking about work spouses. Now, I I don't know whether um, lots of people are aware of this, but I think it's kind of almost like a a subdued psychological thing that we may already be aware of, but we never really put a name to it. But when I I was reading through and I just saw a couple of articles about this, and I thought, oh, this is an interesting one to have a look at. And basically, you know, in the work environment, when we are in the work environment, we tend to have, like, it's not uncommon to have a mentor or somebody, you know, who's going to give you a little bit of advice and support. There may be a senior person. But at the same time, um, it's usually your peers who are there. And I'm sure we can all identify with it. That There may be somebody in the office who you get along with. And it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it tends to be sometimes of the opposite sex, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. It could just be somebody who's the same sex as you, and you know this is a purely platonic relationship. And um, they kind of just make you happier. You're able to be yourself with them. You're able to share things with them, both your personal and professional thing. Uh, when I looked up in Wikipedia to see exactly what it said about <laughs> a work spouse, the definition is a work spouse is a phrase, mostly in American English, referring to a co-worker, usually of the opposite sex, with whom one shares a special relationship, having bonds similar to those of a marriage. Hmm. So uh, I'm not sure about whether it goes as far as a marriage, frankly, but I think it's much more of a comforting sort of relationship, uh, a trusting relationship that you have with somebody in the office. I was just thinking that actually the reason this particularly attracted me was I was thinking that actually um, we all you know, may have somebody like that in the office. And if we're not working in an office environment, gosh, you know, what are we doing? Do we pick up the phone? Do we just get in touch? But I must admit that, you know, I spent um, about 12 years, uh, and this is from year 2000, um, working from home. And um, it was always working from home. And we were based on a national level across the country. And I don't think that that is any way a deterrent when you work at home that you still cannot have a work spouse type thing. There may be a couple of people or one person that you particularly get in touch with and you ring up and you talk to them when you're feeling a bit funny and things like that. So maybe the pandemic has probably increased that role in terms of we are using now social media and other things to be able to talk to these people. Um, But there is a survey which says that um, 
uh, as new, a survey by Human Resource Management, and they said that they found 25% of workers have had a work wife or work husband. And earlier this year, uh, Simply Hired, a survey indicated that about half of women and 41% of men report having had a spouse, a work spouse at some point in their careers. So how about you, Noreen? I have many without work, naming names. <laughs> I think I've got many work spouses. You know, it's it's yeah. nice to have you, you, you go to you fit in different categories. Absolutely. You you go to different people to talk about different things and that's important. Like if, like in friendship groups, you know, you don't go to one yeah. person for everything. Um yeah. so it's nice to, to have a variety of people. Do you have a work spouse, Sadia? I mean you freelance with well, Radio Three. Um, I freelance and I know that certainly at Radio I I talk to you a lot. Absolutely, yes. And, you know, there are a couple of people at Radio 3 that I will kind of talk to. And I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, becoming friends with people and then people that you feel like-minded and that you can talk to. Um, We've got to remember, too, that, you know, things like that are normal in a working environment if you're in an office just this whole thing about you know getting reassurance from somebody just over a coffee over a desk and stuff it's so much easier when you see people face to face for people to uh, you know look at your expression and say hey are you okay you know you just don't seem yourself today so it's things like that i think that we may be kind of a little bit when we're working from home maybe losing out on and also this whole thing about body language that, you know, people, and, and the whole thing about grapevine, really, you know, you hear so much about what's going on in office with, through somebody telling you, mm, did you know this was going on? So maybe that kind of work spouse is much more of a trusting person that you know that if there is kind of gossip in the grapevine, then because you know them quite well, you know whether it's legit or not as and, well. And they'll tell it, you know, like out. it is. Yeah, and it's important yeah. because you spend so much time in the office as well. It's kind of important that you get on yeah. with people. Um, it's but if of... anyone has any doubts about whether they have got a work spouse, I've got seven signs which I've picked up. This is according to a survey in 2007 from vault.com. And this is a career information website. They said 23% of workers reported that they had a work spouse. And there are seven signs that you can look out for to check whether you have a work spouse, right? So I'm just going to tell you. So if this confirms a couple of the signs, then you know that you have one. One is that you depend on on a particular co-worker for office supplies, (laughs) snacks, and aspirin. Hmm. So I'm that person. (laughs) I hand out my paracetamol to people. There you go. There you go. So maybe people see you as their work spouse. You may not feel the same way. So if you're handing out give them snacks drugs. and <laughs> supplies, no, it's, it's snacks Office as well. supplies. Yes, Food yes. element, I think it's very important to me, right? Uh, number two, there are inside jokes that you and a specific cope worker share and nobody else does. That could be, yeah, possibly. Number three, you can be bluntly honest with this person about his or her experience, hygiene or hair or vice versa. And you're comfortable enough to point out that the other's hair is sticking up uh, or their fly is down. Oh. Have you done that? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I have. Maybe, compl- maybe complimented on people's haircuts and yeah. But you wouldn't say, oh, God, that looks awful. No. God, no. no. You'd be a bit careful yeah. about that one. A- Andrew would kill um, me. when okay number four when something eventful happens at work the co-worker is the first person you seek out for debriefing yeah okay number five 
At breakfast, lunch, and coffee breaks, your closest coworker knows what to order for you, and you like know exactly how they say like their coffee or what they like to eat, and you would sort of automatically order it without them thinking about it. Yeah, so, Angie so. likes her peanut butter on toast with sweetened condensed milk and a cup of milk tea. I know exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she like sits next to me. I hear her order it every day. <laughs> That's because you hear her, right? And number six, you and your coworker can. Finish each other's sentences. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Could you? Could you possibly? So you almost know what they're thinking, and then you can almost repeat it. I think I tend to have a habit of finishing people's sentences anyway. Um, number seven. Someone in your office knows almost as much about your personal life as your best friend or your real life spouse. Maybe I, I'm a sharer, so I. I... I like yeah. to share. Yeah. So. I think women tend to be. I think quite it is quite common for women to actually, uh, you know, I find I don't think my husband would ever talk about too many personal things in the office. Full stop. It's just not a, sometimes it's a man thing, isn't it? That they just don't they don't do that. But um, I think women tend to be a little bit more comfortable about speaking about kind of more emotional things. Now, the pluses and minuses of a work-spouse relationship, and this is one to keep in mind just in case you do have one where you think, mm, better be careful. Um, obviously, you get the kind of emotional support and things from people. Um, Work-spouses also may complement your own skills. So as a team, you work really well together because you may have certain things that they don't, and then together you may be able to figure out a problem. And they're usually very trustworthy. But some of the pitfalls is that your work spouse, the relationship between you and your work spouse might be misinterpreted by other co-workers and you might actually sort of close them out a little bit. They might feel a little bit left out when you're having a chat. And especially if somebody new comes in, they feel like they can't really come in and break that barrier. Um, the other problem is, is that if things go wrong and you have a bit of a, like you end up with a divorce <laughs> or such, um, then that can really have a negative impact. Why do you think Karen Co is all the way in the States right now? It's not because she's oh. taking a break. I think she's taking a break from us. <laughs> she's had enough of you, right? So she thought, I just need separation for a little while. Okay, I'm going to the States. And then it says, if your real, uh, real spouse becomes aware of their counterpart, then this might cause a few issues in your real life marriage. So if you end up spending so much time with this work spouse and you're so engrossed, um, your husband or your wife might say, excuse me, but you know, I do exist. Like, who is this person type thing? And then it says um, managing work. These are the basic, um, you know, the advice that you're given about managing these relationships. It says you should um, keep the lines of communication open. Make sure that co-workers are not feeling shut out and avoid crossing boundaries. So you both need your space. So don't kind of overlap too much there. And lighten the mood, avoid loading them too much with your issues because it just make it too much. But there is a little bit of a warning here in that, for instance, it says, according to this survey, a whopping 50% of employees with work spouses admitting, admitted romantic attraction to this person. Now, whether it's uh, opposite sex, fair enough, or same sex, who knows, it's up to you. So they did say that. And in Simply Hired survey, 84% of men and 61% of women reported romantic attraction to their work spouse. So obviously something has attracted you. I mean, like, 
I'm sure even with friends, there are certain things that attract you to certain people, whether you admire them or respect them or whatever. Um, it says, what's most problematic about the work spouse label is that labels can be self-fulfilling. In other words, we may end up thinking about our work spouse in a sexual way just because of the label. So social psychologists have repeatedly found that the labels we assign to things and the words that we use actually shape how we perceive things. I must admit, so if you fancy I'm... me, Nori, yeah. just say so right now. <laughs> My cover is blown. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've never actually heard of the term work spouse until today. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't actually either. Yeah. I mean, I think so it's a bit much. Or your I, colleague, yeah. Gosh, now I don't I'm... see it as a work spouse. I see it just as a good, close work friend, frankly. Yeah, exactly. You know, I would and never attach you... the word spouse. Exactly, someone you have the respect for and, you you, you know, you admire a certain way. Yeah. They, they do things. Yeah. Um, you trust them. Exactly. You can chat to them. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether it seems like, you know, when they've done these surveys, this may be an American sort of concept here, but when they've obviously done these surveys, people have recognized this whole spouse label that they've given. Although I, I didn't, hadn't come across it. That's what attracted me to the article because I thought, oh, what is a work spouse? And I had to have a look at that. So, so it's interesting. It may just be different in different places, but I can just see very much that it's just, uh, it could just be, a, you know, like they say, a bromance or whatever. Bromance, that you have yeah. a, an attachment to somebody, you know, they, you know, they say that to, for men, that you've had a bromance with somebody. So that means a very close friend of yours who is male as well, who you have a real kind of attachment to and you would do anything for. But that would qualify really as a good friend and I think in the professional sense we have colleagues that we look up at but it was an interesting concept but I suppose it's worth sort of keeping in mind you know now maybe we use that label maybe we don't <laughs> I'm, I'm so Where far removed from all my work spouses I, I seem like a player but you know I'm alone in the in, in the Admiralty <laughs> studio you know well I suppose I suppose I've got a a, a work spouse here Phil but <laughs> I think even putting the label <laughs> Well, I think best to remove the spouse label. Actually, yeah. it's such it's more just a colleague. My colleague, yeah, yes, somebody who can talk to. But I think, I mean, if I think back, then of all the places I've worked, um, there always has been somebody who I admired or thought, yeah, I can go to them if I know, and I know that they will understand what I'm saying. So maybe it's just that sort of level of respect and, and um, you know, attachment that you may have to somebody. Absolutely. And it's great to be goes. able to say what you think um, to, to your colleagues or, you know, your, your, your close mm -hmm. colleagues, somebody you trust, because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it shows that, you know, they trust you. So that's why they're saying how they feel. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think a, we might have a bit of a compliment. situation now you know, with the pandemic and so many people working from home, maybe there is a real need to have more kind of mentors and more interaction. Maybe, I mean, I did read that, you know, some of the solutions to some of these things is that if you find in the pandemic you're not able to go out and see people, then to organise like 15-minute Zoom meetings with people who are close to you and stuff, just to have a chinwag, basically, um, just to catch up on things. Because otherwise, you know, you may not do it. 
Of course. I mean, this whole pandemic has sort of shifted the way people work. I mean, people are working from home, working remotely, working at different places. You don't really see a lot of your colleagues. People are sort of no, working more no. independently. I mean, for, yeah. for, for a lot of those, for, for a lot of us, some of us have family in Hong Kong, but for a lot of people, a lot of my friends, um, they, they've, they've moved from overseas. So going to work is sort of the, one of the few places they can really have that human connectivity, if you like, that human mm. connection. Mm. Other than that, it may just be the gym or, or, I don't know, going out to the bar or yeah. something. But the office, the workplace is really the time where they actually get that human interaction. And a lot of the times they miss out on, well, nowadays they miss out on it because they're working yeah. from and home. I think it's especially important for younger people because it says here, people in their 20s, um, they also get more from the social side of the office than any other age group. So quite a few of the young people who are there, it's not easy. I mean, that's what I found when I used to work from home, as I said, for about 12 years. It was fine for me because I had children and I was busy and, you know, I'd, I'd kind of juggle and things. But for somebody else who's looking for a social life, who's looking for a partner or, you know, um, you know, just any social interaction, then to be confined to your home and not have that outlet, and especially now with COVID, where people can't get out there. I mean, that, you know, drinks after work or having lunch or dinner and stuff together is a vital part of us, you know, developing or finding the right person, really. So I think certainly for people who are in their sort of 20s, mid 20s and stuff, who haven't settled down or anything, then this is probably going to have a real major effect, you know. Then perhaps the need for a, a social, a sort of spouse as such, a, a kind of work spouse is even more so, you know, because they don't have that outlet. So it's an interesting concept, though. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I think it exists. We just never really put a label on it. That's yeah. all. Of course, there's also the flip side of it. The dangerous side of it is when you, you know, when you're attracted to someone, you know, there's favoritism as well. And that's unfair yeah. to sort of the whole team. Yeah. And that's not a, not a great thing. I mean, it's great that yeah. you sort of have that connection with somebody, somebody you trust. But then it's also, Absolutely. as you mentioned, just now you don't want to sideline anybody else. No, that's... that's the dangerous part of it, I think, where decisions that you make in the workplace are being influenced by the fact that you are slightly biased yeah. because you think oh I'll, I'll get this person in my team because we can have a bit of a laugh and but it's really important that you sort of really step aside a little bit and have a distance and don't get too involved like that no you're absolutely right and, and you know you do see it happening sometimes in the workplace where you think that oh these guys are really chummy so therefore you know they're going to be looking after themselves in this decision making thing so that's certainly something to keep in mind so i'll be really careful noreen i won't kind of do any favoritism right <laughs> we'll just we'll just keep chatting and stuff so often Oh no, I, I still want to meet up with you for a coffee after this fourth wave. Yeah, I think food is probably for me, it's like um, my way of kind of connecting is like I go around and I just feed people and I think, okay, do you want some of this? Do you want this? But I haven't been able to do that. So I'm getting withdrawal symptoms, you see. Well, I'm you sorry, can, everyone else. You can feed us anytime, Sadia. Um, <laughs> so um, 
you'll be on again next Thursday, won't you? Mm-hmm. Wait, next Thursday. Mm-hmm. I won't be on. Next Thursday, Carolyn um, will, will be doing the show, so I'll, I'll be oh, tuning I in. Talk to Carolyn. Yes. Oh. Christmas will just be like it'll be Christmas Eve, won't it, next week? No? Yes, that's right. Christmas. So wow. I'll, I'll wish you a, a very Merry Christmas. I know you don't celebrate it, but a, a happy holiday. N- n- nonetheless, a happy holiday. And Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing today, uh, talking about work spouses. Food for thought, uh, indeed. Um, but before I let you go, do you have any work spouses here in Hong Kong? A few at RTHK. Yeah, a couple in RTHK. Apart from that, um, just my spouse. Yeah. <laughs> and my actual spouse. Yeah. He is my work spouse and my personal spouse altogether. Excellent. Very good. So- well, that was all about. <laughs> just for just for the record, right? If he's tuning in right now, thank you so much, Sadia, and happy <laughs> holidays. And I'll speak to you again you in the new year. Thank you very much indeed. Merry Christmas. Bye for now. And Bye-bye. a quick look at the weather forecast for.